Hi everyone. Um, thanks for thanks for coming back to day two. If you guys did come back to day two, <laughs> I won't be mad if you didn't. Uh, I won't be anything if you didn't. To be fair, this is kind of like me speaking out into the void that is the internet. <laughs> this got really dark very quickly. <laughs> I didn't mean it to. Um, so today is day two of the thirty-one day self-love challenge, and I've got some really good feedback actually from my first episode and the first one was um remaining anonymous <clears throat> which i can't really do anymore because i've already released and published the first episode so uh at this point i'm okay with not being anonymous because i feel like i've not really put myself in a jeopardizing p position um i've not really said anything that is harmful in any kind of way to anybody however um another feedback that i did get was speaking about my family and i fully understand where this is coming from because uh, although my family is a part of my story you know it, it would be unfair for me to speak about them on such a public platform so I think from now on, what I'm going to do is anytime I do have to speak about my family in any kind of way, I'll try and make it a little bit more centered around me and not really kind of taking an aim at them and more kind of how uh, the relationship has influenced my how I see myself currently as an adult, um, as opposed to just kind of critically evaluating them as people. Um, which is kind of what I said I would not do in the first place in the in the first episode, but I kind of uh, kind of ended up doing that, <laughs> and uh, it wasn't until I got feedback that I was able to just sit back and go, oh crap, like I actually did the thing that I was said I wasn't gonna do. So <laughs> um, that was actually really good feedback, and I really appreciated it. And um, another good form of feedback was uh, having a bit more structure to the episode which I fully agree with and that's kind of what I'm going to aim to do today so um again I just kind of wanted to review from the first episode uh we spoke about well I spoke about uh my biggest struggle about loving myself and the two main things that were picked up on was um I didn't like I, I felt like I didn't deserve anything um like any kind of positivity kind of felt like uh I deserved kind of negative situations <laughs> happening to me which is kind of dark and morbid um and the second one was feeling that i will eventually be abandoned um and i kind of wanted to sit and reflect on that a little bit because i i honestly i don't know where these feelings stem from and i think i kind of i kind of aim to understand them but i'm not a mental health professional and i just want to put a disclaimer out that I'm not a professional um like I'm not a therapist I'm not a psychiatrist I'm not a clinical psychologist uh I'm not a professional for mental health in any kind of aspect so whatever I say like any kind of advice that I give ultimately I'm just giving this advice to myself I'm kind of talking to myself in this in a way and trying to rationalize with my own feelings and my experiences and Please just take that with a pinch of salt. Please don't take that as actual advice. Um, I would still say to this day, like, go seek out, like if you need therapy, please go seek it out with a professional. Don't 
rely on whatever I have to say. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just wanted to make that little disclaimer. Um, I, to be honest, I don't know where, where these feelings stem from. Uh, I can kind of assume that maybe, you know, never having any kind of relationship with my biological father, that could have something to do with it. Um, having a, um, a mom that was, she had to be the breadwinner of the family so maybe that had something to do with it like she had to wear like she had a lot of responsibility on her shoulders um and i think kind of parenting took a back seat because she had to kind of fulfill other aspects of parenting that were more crucial like financial stability and that that is so like i don't i massively respect my mom for going through the struggles and the hurdles that she went through when I was very young to make sure that I did have a bright future. And now that I look back on it, when I was a teenager, I did not appreciate that at all. Like I had no clue about the struggles that she had gone through. And I don't think I ever will because I'm not a parent myself. Um, I don't plan to have children. Um, so I will, I will, to be honest, I don't think I will ever be able to relate to my mom on that level because I just, that's not a part of me that I want to ever explore, uh, which is being a parent. Um, and, but as my relationship with my mom develops over time, I can kind of understand the struggles that she had raising me because I was a very rebellious teenager. I gave her such a hard time. Like I gave her a run for her money. And to be honest, she still woke up every day loving me, uh, maybe not liking me on certain days, which I fully understand. I was a complete asshole. Uh, but she woke up every day loving me and she woke up every day going to work and making sure that I had a roof over my head. I had food in my belly. I had clothes to wear um, that I was taken care of. So just even in that respect, I have massive, massive amounts of respect for my mother. Um, and the older I get, the more respect I have. Uh, and yes, sure, when you're younger, you don't understand. You don't have hindsight. You don't have, um, you're not insightful. And honestly, there are some teenagers that do have that. They're incredibly wise beyond their years. And that's amazing. Like, that's amazing. I wish I had that when I was younger. I absolutely did not. I'm 28 and I'm still discovering it. Um, but I, yeah, I did not have that when I was younger and it's, it sucks uh, because I felt like I gave my mom a hard time when there was no absolutely no need to give her a hard time like she already had her own challenges um, and having to deal with a rebellious teenager on top of that was probably just the icing on the cake that she never wanted so yeah massive massive amounts of respect um, so that's kind of my reflections from day one <laughs> Uh, I just kind of wanted to move on for today's activity, which was um, the day two challenge. So in day two, it says, get rid of a limiting self-belief that you have or um, get rid of a limiting belief you have about your abilities. Um, what are mine? <laughs> That's a good question. Do I really want to explore that today? Like this is, 
this is quite tough. Uh, it's really not easy trying to therapy yourself. Um, but it's now or never. And uh, I don't know if I want to stay stuck in the same place for the next 50 years and not change and not be able to grow and develop as a person. Um, also, I think not being able to grow as a person is quite detrimental to yourself professionally because uh, whatever things and challenges you don't deal with, uh, whatever hangups you have about yourself, whatever it doesn't you don't deal with, um, it can easily turn into a toxic trait. And you'll probably take that with you into work. You never know. Like we've not fully understood how our 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 brains work we're still discovering how it works and uh yeah you never like you absolutely have no clue one day you might just snap nobody would have seen it coming and in a professional setting like that's so risky like you're putting your patient's life at risk and i think that's just incredibly selfish so may as well get help um while you can so that's what i'm trying to do uh what limiting belief this is tough because i feel like i have quite a few the the biggest ones that kind of stand out and stick out to me are believing that i'm not lovable or believing that i'm not enough and even though today's challenge says get rid of a limiting belief um how are how are we gonna do that like it doesn't give us any kind of um way to do it and maybe that's the point maybe the task is to get rid of it but then it's up to us to figure out how to get rid of it like how to get rid of this limiting self-belief um how am i gonna get rid of a belief that i'm not lovable or, or that i'm not enough like how do i make a list of uh things that i like about myself like would that not be difficult to do if I don't believe that I'm enough? Like, how am I gonna make a list of things that make me lovable? Um, maybe that's a good start. Maybe maybe I'll start there. I'll make a little uh, list of things that I like about myself and I'll start with the... <clears throat> Let's start with the, the non-superficial stuff. So I like the fact that I am... I'm kind. I'm very sensitive. <laughs> I'm very sensitive to other people's feelings and thoughts, vibes. Definitely, I feel like I pick up on uh, energy very quickly. Um, this is, I think this is a good thing. Sometimes this can be a bad thing because that can lead to overthinking, which we will attempt to not do as much. Uh, <laughs> but in the in the first episode, I said baby steps, so we will take this step by step. Um, right, yes. So I like the fact that I'm sensitive. I like the fact that I can empathize uh, with my patients. Uh, I like the fact that I can empathize with my friends. Um, I am patient, but I feel like I'm patient to a degree. So I, I will... When I feel the need to, I will display a healthy boundary. Um, and I feel like that's super important to um, 
kind of let people know like, okay, this is my boundary. This is the line. Please don't cross it in a, obviously in a very non-confrontational way. Um, what else do I like about myself? I like that I'm not afraid to put myself out there. Um, and I mean, it is scary. Don't get me wrong, but I do it anyways. Uh, I don't know why I do it and I don't know where that courage comes from. Um, but it would be nice to have an infinite amount and just tap into it as and when I please. Um, I wish I could show that kind of courage into different aspects of my life. But for now, it is just kind of promoting my profession. And at this point, um, I'm really proud of that. Um, I think I'm kind of like... I don't mean to brag, but I'm really impressed with how my brain works sometimes. Like, I'm, I'm a serial procrastinator. Don't get me wrong. I, I will procrastinate the heck out of something until the cows come home. But when it comes down to it, like, I... When it comes to a deadline, I will absolutely meet that deadline. No matter what. And my brain seems to kind of tap in uh, to its potential right when the pressure is incredibly high and I think that's so strange but I kind of ultimately like that about myself because I take it easy and then I have three four maybe a week of intense stress but then I'll take it easy for the rest of the time and this <laughs> maybe this is not a good thing in the long run but um it served me pretty well so far so I do like that about myself now let's get to the more physical side of things so i like i like my hair it's nice and it's long and sometimes it does what i want it to do but i think that's the beauty of it um i like my features i think i have pretty features my face is not symmetrical it's very asymmetrical and that's bugged me for a very long time like when i was young um that really bothered me because i thought I wasn't pretty, um, but I've had enough people in my circle tell me like, okay, no, like that doesn't matter. You know, no one can tell. And now I'm at this point where I'm like, I actually kind of, I don't mind it anymore. So it's, it's fine. It's fine. I do. I do like it now. I've come to accept it. Um, what else? <laughs> I, oh, Okay, this is not physical, but I do like when, like, I can check my ego very quickly. Like, I'm very self-aware. I think to the point where I'm hyper-aware um, and it kind of borderline, it gets into overthinking, which can be a bit problematic, but I'm very aware of my actions and how I make other people feel. And I know I've mentioned this before with the empathy, but I feel like... Uh, because I've had problems as a teenager of being a very egocentric teen, a very rebellious teen, um, I feel like at this point, I don't want my ego driving the front. Like, I don't want my ego just being in charge. Um, so anything, like anytime I feel like my ego's flared up, like I will check myself. And I, I really like that I do that because I didn't have the ability to always do that. And this is something that's developed over time. Um, and it's okay. Like, it's not going to come. Like, it wasn't easy. Like, you... Um, 
I guess confronting your own ego is the toughest thing to do. But rest assured, like if I can do it, you can 100% do it. Trust me. Like it's, we all say it's hard, but it just takes a little bit of patience. You just got to try. So that's one thing I like, definitely. Um, what else? Hmm. I think I think that's that's pretty much it. Like, um, I try I try not to judge people based on how they look. I I think I I I like the fact that I evaluate people on how they treat other people and their actions. Mm. So I, I like that I can I can just take a step back and evaluate someone and not really uh, judge them based on their class or how much money they make and like I'm not really a money centered person and this is something that's really <laughs> it's really annoyed my mom because mind you being a breadwinner like everything is about money and finances like if you cannot stand on your own two feet oh you're you know cut <laughs> a lot of struggles um so bearing that in mind uh i've never been money driven and, and that's always just <laughs> it's irritated my mom so much <laughs> and um i really don't i really don't care about that um i think it's I think money is one of those things that comes and goes, as does everything. But I think integrity is something that, I think integrity and character and respect is something that is more valuable in my in my opinion. So um, it doesn't matter if you're a millionaire, if you treat me like shit, <laughs> I would want nothing to do with you at all, ever. <laughs> Or if you, you if, even if you don't treat me like shit, if you, if I see you treating somebody else like shit, uh, I would want absolutely nothing to do with you. So that's one thing that I'm, I'm really pleased with myself that I, I have that, um, that I do that, that I kind of hold people accountable for their actions and also myself. Like this is in no way kind of targeted at anybody. Like I, I will hold other people accountable for their actions but then also myself and it doesn't matter if i have lots of money one day i i would not want to treat anybody in a horrible way because that's terrible like i've been there myself like i've i've been treated like crap because i've had no money and i've absolutely been at the rock bottom and i feel like that was a really as horrible of a, an experience that was i feel like that really kind of shaped me and my view it kind of like drove home the point of just having principles and sticking by them no matter what you know and and that's the one thing that I kind of found that people will make you question your principles um and they'll do it using money I think that's the biggest thing but you have to stick it up you have to absolutely stick it out and you'll be better for it at the end of the day um I think another thing that kind of influences my belief that I'm not lovable or or enough is so I, I was raised in a single parent family and there's so many like stereotypes with that like um, basically what I'm trying to say is the statistics were not in my favor um, and I think that's crappy 
And that got drummed into my head at such an early age where uh, people not only gave me, but they, I saw that they gave my mom a really hard time for raising me on her own. And although my grandparents were there to help, it was just... We, we were seen as an incomplete family and I think maybe that has some has some form of influence into how I see myself as an adult, um, as an incomplete adult. So I don't know. Honestly, like I said, I'm not a professional. These are just, I'm taking a stab in the dark. It's purely speculation at this point. Please go seek help from a professional and I will reiterate this time and time again. Um, so I don't know. Uh, those those were mainly the points for today. Uh, thank you so much for sticking around. If you have, please let me know what your feedback is. I'm really excited to hear your thoughts. Uh, and I just wanted to end today with a quote that I like, and I found one on Pinterest. Which, by the way, like I am ride or die for Pinterest. I I love Pinterest. Uh, <laughs> I have just spent hours on Pinterest and not regretted it so let me just find oh this is a really good one so the quote goes we suffer more often in imagination than in reality it's by seneca and that could not be more true so on that note i would like to leave you and i'll see you back tomorrow i hope you all have a lovely day bye bye